1: Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point Process online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting the boiling point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. How you doing? How are you? Very good, Stephanie. So nice to meet you.
2: You too. And, uh,
1: this is this is Dave over here. Hi. How are you, Hi, Stephanie? Dave. Uh, I love I love your ceiling. I love the stripes behind it. And I love your chimney.
2: Oh, thank you. Everything.
1: Your it- backdrop. It's so nice to have good backdrops.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I'm so glad. So we're, we're, we're gonna have I to- hear congratulations are in order, huh? Oh, oh you heard. I did.
1: Okay. So the, the word is out across the country. uh, Next Friday is our our due date. I'm guessing that's Uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of
2: course.
1: Because we know that we're going to talk to you about something totally relevant. <laughs> <Exactly>. Sleeping babies. <laughs>
2: yeah, <I love laughs> good luck with that. In those first few weeks, it's a little touching. Well,
1: out. well, Dave is just coming out of the other side of that of that round uh, as well. Let's so let's, let's let's save this for the for the. Uh, well, I think we're on. We're are, on? We, are okay. we on? We're, we're starting. We're, we're rolling. Okay. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> welcome back to the boiling point, Dave. Yes. <laughs> and started like very very. I think right. our listeners are, are are either getting really annoyed or very patient with us because we just start. You know, and, and occasionally, that's, that's occasionally. okay. So um, let's just get right into it. We've got Stephanie Parker here, and we're talking about babies, yeah, but but let's talk about why what? would this be interesting to us?
3: Like, you know, like I mean, like <laughs> particularly now because we're we're, you know, clearly, if someone's watching this, they're noticing we're we're probably into our forties and then some,
1: and yet we're talking about babies, and we have personal, uh, very personal. And we're both entrepreneurs as, yeah. as well, and yeah. entrepreneurs also have babies. Oh, sorry, Dave. They uh, do. Yes, <laughs> and, yes, many. Sometimes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there's a very relevant conversation. So, uh, Stephanie, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience, and then then we'll we'll we'll, we'll bring it back to why we're so excited to talk to you.
2: Absolutely. Okay, well, my name is Stephanie Parker, and I am the creator of The Zippity Zip, which is the product that really started our company, SleepingBaby.com, um, and it was something I created because... I could not get my daughter to sleep. I mean, we tried everything and she had stopped. She When she was born, she was swaddled, which you wrap a baby up like a little burrito. Yeah. And at some point she could no longer be swaddled anymore because she started rolling and it's no longer safe to allow a baby to keep being swaddled when they can't use their arms. So after the swaddle, I mean, she literally went from sleeping, you know, 10, 12 hours a night to not at all. Like yeah. she wouldn't even fall asleep. So, I did some research and discovered it was because of her Moro reflex, which is um, another way of saying the startle reflex yep. where babies jolt awake suddenly because um, they can't feel their edges like they could in the womb or the swaddle. Mm. And so I thought, how do I give her her edges, but still her give her the ability to push up and roll over safely with her arms. And that's when I whipped out my old sewing machine back from eighth grade <laughs> and sewed up. <laughs> the very first zippity zip and she slept 12 hours the first night oh
1: my gosh this is amazing Uh,
2: honestly it was terrifying a little bit because i woke up the next morning before she did and i'm like oh my gosh i just killed my child in my invention (laughs) i was so (laughs) terrified but she was asleep so thank god (laughs) well that's
1: something interesting here um my second child willow uh she had colic she was um and it was I would say the most hellish experience uh, that I've gone through for four months because it was middle of nights and it just never ended. Just That's I tough. didn't I didn't even get to know the, the child because it was just she was I say it she was constantly just crying. That's all she did. And, yeah. um, and who is this? Willow. Willow. Okay. And then and we we tried everything. You know, looking at all the different things for colic, and then we finally went back to a swaddle situation and it wasn't a yes. typical swaddle, but it was a little well, sleeping socks. That's what it was. Yep. And, yep. Um, and I could I, immediately like that. And I don't know if it was just, she was, it was time for her to get out of that colic phase or if it was actually that, but it made sense because we researched that yes. whole reflex thing. So I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Okay, so yeah. You I love that how, Nate fellow, yeah. by the way. That's uh, such a
1: yeah, cool It's a nice, it's a nice name. And how, how, how does the product look? How does it work? Like, uh, like yeah. Like how, yeah. How
3: so would it
2: be because,
1: different than a sleep sack? Because I'm very no. familiar with a sleep sack.
2: Yeah. So sleep sacks did not work on my either of my kids because their arms were completely free. Right. There was no yeah. resistance at all in the arm span of the fit. So the zippity zip works because when a baby extends their arm fully, which is what they do when they startle, um, they are able to feel their edges. There's a slight resistance in the arm span of the fit to where they can still push a and roll over, but it gives them that feeling of being enclosed, um, almost like they were in the womb, and it helps them self-soothe back to sleep. If your baby is in uh, you know, one of those armless sleep sacks, yeah. which are great yeah. um, for older babies, um, the, the thing is, is there's no way to prevent that startle from waking them up and keeping them up. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: that yeah. makes perfect sense. So, makes so perfect it sense. it has a look of a sleep sock. If do you have one right there? Is there any way we can see see one? Uh,
2: I don't have one right here. No worries. No worries. But- <laughs> But I do, um, There, it's like a starfish shape. So when it's on a baby, a lot of parents call their babies little starfish or flying squirrels because that's what a baby looks like when they're wearing one. It's super <laughs> cute. Um, but it encloses the entire baby in this like starfish shape. Um, and and what it does is it just helps them feel those edges and self soothe back to sleep.
3: And this is you know so obviously this has been um, and there's some really an in- like we we're reading your bio and I was thinking there's such an interesting story behind this around um, connected to the Shark Tank um, and. And people, you know, most people know what Shark Tank is. Um, there is a, a Canadian connection. We're f- we're 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 from Canada, obviously. Um, yeah. I'm sure you couldn't tell by our accents. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, but there's a thing called the Dragons, Dan, and I think yep. that, I believe the Shark Tank was okay, actually it's it's one of those rare
1: Dragons things that uh, America was able to take from Canada. Yeah. yeah. Not,
3: yeah, not one of the many many
1: things. If right. you think about it. Yes. hockey as
3: well. Three yeah. Things so Canada so there. you 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 actually you know courageously uh, I I say because I have some friends that went on the Dragons Den or one in particular um, and went on the show and and pitched your wares and and actually had some success originally. Maybe tell the story because it sounds like and there's it's there's there's a lot of drama in this story as, as far as I can. There tell.
2: is. You yeah. know, I don't do anything. You know, low key. Everything's dramatic in my life, but. <laughs> But no, but we ended up uh, within a couple months. I mean, truly, we we just feel so blessed because it grew so quickly with literally no money spent on marketing because was babies just, were sleeping. Like word of and mouth so,
3: kind of thing, was it? What? Was it word of mouth? Like it just,
2: it was all word of mouth. Okay just moms telling other moms who had babies you know there's lots of moms groups when you have a new baby you kind of gather around as a woman other women and you tell each other what's working what's not working you're sleeping i want what you're doing you know and so they spoke to each other and that's how it grew is totally organically and so i'm so thankful um for that but we grew so quickly that and i was sewing them all myself and i'm a terrible seamstress like it is a miracle from God that anyone bought them <laughs> because, <laughs> because I like I said my sewing machine was from eighth grade and I hadn't sewn since eighth grade. So, so like people were uh, just people
3: were just like calling you, emailing you, ordering, and you would you would just be on the sewing machine doing it yourself. Yes. Like, like I you, was sewing this, them myself. This is a true bootstrap operation. I love it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean we took five hundred dollars and uh, that I had in savings. We just didn't have the money to like put a ton of money behind it and I'm a firm believer in keeping our business debt free. And so um, one of the things that we really strive to do, especially at the beginning, is not spend over our means. And so we spent $500 on a website, $200 on fabric. And every time I'd get an order, I'd take that money and go buy more fabric and make wow. more. Nice. And we just didn't have the money for a huge manufacturer run at the time. So it was literally one at a time is how we grew our business. But there was so much pressure because it was going growing so quickly that um, within... I want to say it was six to nine months, we actually did end up um, applying for Shark Tank because we had grown so quickly, so fast, and we got on the show, but we ended up saying no the first time. Um, at the time, there was... the country-
3: no to the show, not to going the on the show, or no once you got on the show?
2: No, we Just- uh, we got their like, five million page contract, and uh, a dear friend of ours looked at it and said, this isn't the best... Um, decision at this stage in your business got yet. It, got it. Yeah. Um, we were still so young, and we would have gone out of business had we said yes yeah. because. I was still sewing everything. I was still writing all the thank you notes. I was still answering all the emails myself. We, we would never have been able to handle the shark tank effect is what they call it, um, where that just incredible influx of sales and customer service tickets and and growth, we would never have handled it. And so thankfully, we said no. And then um, once we had gotten to a million dollars in sales uh, within, I think it was like the first year, uh, we ended up actually um, applying again to the show and that time we went ahead and went forward with it because we had secured a manufacturer I wasn't sewing them anymore um, and we we hired a customer service representative to help with all of that and so then we went on the show and um, the, we got three offers it was really a neat experience
1: and, and did these offers go through because uh, I know in, in our side in Canada. Uh, a number of our friends have have, have gone on to oh. uh, on, on to our version uh, of, yeah. uh, the, of dragons it, the dragon's yeah. Den and I hear so many times this unfortunate story of they they get <laughs> they win the funding on the show but then it just never happens well, because of no. contracts due diligence, it's, due diligence. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's a bit of a deflation for the entrepreneur because but they do get that upswing of brand which is awesome but yeah. f- for you did you go forward because I know a lot of our listeners, are probably curious No, is there some true successes here
2: so it 100 was a success but we did not sign the deal and it was the best thing that we could have done at the time and let me explain why it was really interesting because we went on that show really not for the money we went on the show for the strategic yeah. help Right. Yeah, because we didn't know how to take it to the next level. And we needed people with connections with the know how with um, the ability to figure out if we needed to go retail or stay online or do both. And um, that's why we went on the show. And the due diligence. So we we filmed the show and it was the first episode to air. So we had like no time to get our business completely ramped up on our own because the due diligence takes like six to nine months. So it was all us at that point. And we had to fortify our business and it forced us to refine, to hone our processes within that time period that what we thought we were going to need... We had to figure out on our own. And um, it was such a, like a neat blessing in disguise. But um, Damon John was the one we ended up going with on the show. We ended up not signing it primarily because he's a licensing guy. um, And he's, that's what he does really well. And he found a situation where we potentially could license our product where we'd make about 5% of wholesale cost. And for us, we wanted to retain our business. We didn't want to completely give away our product at the time, and so it wasn't the best fit. We were also online was kind of our niche. It's what we do well, you know. And um, he's more of a retail guy. And uh, so anyway, those are some of the reasons. But it worked out in the end because everything that we learned when there was all that pressure from being on that show. We were getting 300 customer service emails a day after the show. We had enough product that we thought would last us based on, we had spoken to other Shark Tank companies that had been on the show, like how much inventory should we get? Should we prepare for? We had enough. We thought for about nine months, it lasted a couple weeks.
1: Wow.
2: Um, So we ended up, I mean, there were people selling used zippity zips on eBay for $150 a piece.
3: When what's what's your pro, what's it worth uh like when you're selling So it it's thir-
2: about 30 uh 95 to 38 95 wow. depending on. how. Huh? that
1: that's a That story. says everything. Yeah. If 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 the eBay people are are, are selling them like scalp tickets.
2: <laughs> Goodness. Yeah.
1: Sakes, that's amazing. Wow. No, it
2: was crazy. We were out of product and uh, it felt terrible to you, you do? know again, What did
1: you do in that situation? Did you say so, hold on or come in or
2: yeah. I mean, we fielded a lot of emails. And then there were other things that happened as a result of the show. Um, for example, we got so many orders. And we had a fulfillment company that was shipping everything for us. They misshipped and, or forgot to ship 600 of our orders. Oh we didn't find out about that until people started saying, hey, um, where's my order? And come to find out there was an issue with our shipping company that we were using. Oh so that my. was horrible, but it forced us to then bring it in house. We got a warehouse. We put together a shipping company. We got, um, we just made it happen. And you know, um, and my husband, I'm so thankful to him because he is um, so such a good numbers guy. He's really good um, finding the right kind of people as well. And so that was really integral part of how we were able to survive that crazy mishap after the show.
1: Um, two quick things. Um, one, just really quickly, on the Boiling Point uh, podcast, did we release the ones with the, the Irish fellas, the, uh, the Amazon sellers? Is that uh, out yet? No, I don't believe it is. Coming up, there's an incredible interview we did of these guys who have made millions of dollars teaching people how to rock the Amazon supply chain delivery thing a- as an online yeah. course. Really, really cool. So, just as a, little, oh. as a little check mark, keep an eye out for that. But what I want to understand is the we all come to these crises, these crises in our businesses, where our heart was in the right place, but something went down, and yeah. you you still need to claim responsibility. Were you able to reclaim their trust, uh, like those 600 people, and get it in, get, get their product, and have them have a, a great experience despite all of that? Was that was that achievable?
2: Yes, so, and I'm so thankful because our customers are amazing. I mean, they really—they're—they're moms like me, right? And so, when I trained trained from the very beginning, all of our customer service representatives, we don't—we put smiley faces and exclamation points in all of our emails. (laughs) It's just like my emails. (laughs) It is like a requirement that they do because I want. I should work for you. (laughs) because I I desperately wanted when, when a customer had an issue, when they have what, you know, whatever it may be, I want them to feel like they're talking to a person. Mm -hmm. They're talking to another mom, uh, you know? Um, And, and that was really integral. I really feel like in, in terms of connecting with that customer, no matter how frustrated they were and finding a common ground. And then if it, if it, if need be absolutely, um, making sure they were taken care of before our pocketbook. Does that make sense? Uh, so people are pockets.
3: Yeah, and you know what? What's coming out loud and clear. Like we had a we had a, a, a previous interview just just recently actually. Uh, our last interview with a woman who runs uh, Smart Women, and she works with um, female entrepreneurs, and she helps the marketing. and And she, we were talking about what's really important is it's defining who your customer is. And yeah. I'm just hearing you do that, and you really mm-hmm. um, what's coming through to me. And you, I mean, you very genuinely care about your customer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can relate to your customer because you you were the customer and you were at that place and so it's so it's so you know I think it's great to 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 be able to speak so so um uh authentically probably to that customer and that that's got to made the difference mm-hmm. I mean you know that ability to um to relate and not forget about you know who is it we're serving and you know there's moms out there and dads that are um you know challenged with with babies that won't sleep and man that I'll tell you if you People will pay so much to solve yes. those problems, and yeah. and just by way of you know, and we we'll, I just want to jump in here about you know, kind of the, you know, more on the strategy of connecting with your customer or that avatar we call it, and so the training we do. Um, but you know, it's so so. I we, we my wife and I have three children. Um, mm-hmm. thirteen right now, ten and two. So we're just getting Uh-oh. out of that, and we and the third did not sleep. She does not sleep. She's just starting yeah. to. The sleep sack was a gift, but I I, w- I would have paid anything. I would have gone on to eBay, <laughs> paid five hundred bucks if we could have got the star <laughs> And then, and yes. as, as you know, uh, and, uh, Greg's about to welcome. Him well, I was I was shelf.
1: just gonna say I didn't have to pay anything for the sleep sack because <laughs> I just got all his baby stuff. Oh yeah, stuff. that's
3: right. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, but so what you, you can see, our interest is. is is because we're we've lived it or are living it yeah. right now, so we totally get it. I'll be living it again in a, in a week. But the importance, yeah, like, like, like for for entrepreneurs listening to this, just that importance of of um, you know turning a you know connecting with the audience, and making sure all your customer service people, you know anyone that's talking, you know like that. There's a real you know you, it sounds like you place a lot of value in that. That that yeah. That well, discussing.
2: and and I if you've seen the show, you you'll understand why a little bit when we were on Shark Tank because. I When I was still sewing them by hand, I I lost a baby and um, I I couldn't sew. I couldn't bear to turn my sewing machine on and sew a baby garment Mm. after losing a child. It just was not in me. And I finally had to tell everyone on my Facebook page, hey, I can't fulfill orders right now. Please show me some grace because I've lost a child. And what happened was I'll never forget and I will forever be grateful for these women that pages and pages they would send to me oh, of their wow. story of their their personal experience with loss just encouraging notes and I I mean that's that's why this is so important because you can't put a price on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, he, I it helped me heal yeah. their willingness to share their broken stories. Their hurt, their struggle with me, helped me heal and get back to my sewing machine. That's you know? amazing
1: because what you are doing, you're not building uh, an ecosystem of customers. You're building community, right? Like yeah. the, you, yeah. you, uh, you have brought your customers in as friends and family in a way. Right. And yeah. uh that is a very special thing, and some people, uh, they try to buy that. <laughs> you you, you yeah. can't buy that. That 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 comes when you do what you do, which is you know uh, you connect with your customer in an authentic way. Yeah, your customers are not a number. You know. Uh, yeah. So what a, what a great story! Thanks for sharing yeah, thank that. Thank you very yeah.
3: yeah no that's that yeah. wow that that is massively impactful.
1: Mm. Um, so how do you how do
3: you not lose sight of that as you as you've grown and like what what because you, you tell the story and you just you you really connect with that that period of your life. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing things are way different in the business than you know back when you were sewing stuff your garments yourself and Oh,
2: for um, sure. How, how, I mean, how do you stay grounded? You know what? I mean, I I mean, my faith is a big part of who I am. It right. just is. And right. I would not have gotten through all of this without that um element of my life. And so that is what grounds me. One hundred percent. It's the reason we started the business. It was a prayer that I could stay at home with my daughter, and that prayer was answered when she stopped sleeping. Yeah. And, um, wow, so, that's
1: so cool! I, I, just yeah. the way you said that—that's amazing. That's because uh, <laughs> most people would not think that that's an
2: answer to.
3: Prayer. <laughs> no, I was saying what an interesting answer. At the time, it didn't feel like that, but. Uh, no.
2: It didn't. <laughs> but that but first
3: 12 hours so cool. sleep. It's yeah. like,
2: you don't understand it at the moment. And to add to me, not under, when you're in that moment where you're just, and I remember I was sitting on my bed in tears, knowing I was going to have to go back to work for financial reasons. And I couldn't afford to stay home with her while most of my salary was going to go to pay for someone else to watch my daughter. Yep. And It broke my heart, and 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 listen, I respect every woman out there that goes back to work and wants to go back to work. I think that's so awesome. So I am not. It's just my personal desire was to be with her, and I remember just praying. I said, "Okay, God, if you've given this gift to me, then you're getting the glory for it. If I, if if you do anything with it, you know." And and true, truly, it is a miracle that anyone bought these things. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Well, I
1: want to buy one. I'm I'm stoked.
2: This is amazing. (laughs)
1: Well, they're
3: they're, they're, they're yeah, so
2: that that grounds us. And and here's the thing: like, it's really easy to get wrapped wrap your identity in when in successes or failures of a business. Um, And so, just releasing that identity in light of my faith helps me keep my perspective because it can be so easy to get distracted. And caught up in all the craziness, 600 orders or uh, getting lost by a fulfillment company or the many millions of other things that Mm. have happened and struggles we've had in this business, you know, Um, but that's what grounds me.
3: Uh, well, that what a great answer. Um, now, do you um, do you speak to other entrepreneurs and and and, and you know it, whether the male or female? I would guess a lot of women. This story would resonate um, and this idea of you know kind of empowering and you call it um, the state. What do you, what's the acronym? The S A H M. The well, yeah. Stay at home moms. Stay at yeah, home moms. Stay at home mom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you, yes. do you must. You must be a real uh, inspiration. I'm guessing. Oh. I mean, you are. You are to us as as entrepreneurs, but particularly to to people that might you know kind of be at that stage. And 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 it's not like you had as far as I can tell, anyways, unless you tell me differently, it wasn't like you had this deep, you know, kind of um, rich experience of entrepreneurship prior to this. No,
2: I didn't have a business plan. I know that I shouldn't tell you that, but um, (laughs) I did not, (laughs) I did not have any plan of any kind other than my daughter was sleeping and I wanted to help other parents get rest too, you know, and I wanted to be able to make $200 extra months or, $500 $500, maybe to stay at home with my kids. You know, I did not think that this was going to go to where it is right now oh, at bad. all. But, um, man, one of the things I've always loved this quote, and I remember hearing this quote before even doing this business at all. Um, and it's Winston Churchill, and he once said that success is experiencing failure after failure and maintaining your enthusiasm. And I just think, I mean, I've, we've failed a lot. I mean, you can't own a business and not fail 10 million times. It's just part of the part of the thing, yeah. but it's just being able to find a way to stay in enthusiastic and passionate about what you do, you know, in spite of all that or in light of it and because of it, you know, I mean, for example, I never understood why in the world was I, did I have to go through the loss of this child after shark tank? There's a woman that emails me and she says, after seeing your story, um, she was pregnant, and she shared that doctors told her to abort the pregnancy because the baby would likely not survive to birth due to severe heart conditions. She decides, um, after seeing my story, to fight for her baby and believe in her child. She had the baby. This baby ends up uh, is is four years old now. Ends up being totally fine. He has other than wow. a scar. Chest for heart surgery. But you know, it, I remember I, it was like two in the morning, and I was so tired of answering emails from Shark Tank, and I was just trying to truck through and survive. I opened this one email, and it's like five pages long, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> not now. And I, the first paragraph, I was in tears because I knew that was why. That was the reason, you know, and yeah. this child, like he's, his story has gone in to inspire so many kids. He's the uh, national ambassador kid for the American Heart Association now, like just incredible. Wow. It's incredible. And, and, yeah. and,
1: and your, your entrepreneurial journey is part of that, that child's story. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh it's man, so cool. that's amazing.
2: So, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just don't know when you're in the midst of that storm, why? Yeah. Like, why is it pouring right now?
1: Well, I think there's there's so many great lessons in this conversation that we've been having. So many, and and one of them, I'd like to go back back to you. That is, is very much. Um, relates to anybody starting a business uh, and i I'm, I'm curious to see if dave ramsey is one of your influencers because you talk about staying <laughs> staying debt free it, 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 is that the case uh,
2: <laughs> 100% we okay. love dave ramsey right. and another podcaster
1: even, that you should listen to dave
2: yeah 100% <laughs> and i spoke at one of their women's conferences oh, actually, okay yeah yeah because uh, with christy
1: what i love about what dave ramsey's done so his whole shtick is uh, it's debt freedom, right. you know, and yeah. staying away from get, getting into debt. But I, I love that he's made that what's his tagline? Uh, where where, where uh, debt freedom is the new uh, Porsche. So I I can't remember what. I
2: know one of like one of my favorite quotes of his, and I'm probably gonna butcher this, but it's live like no one else, as in uh, budget, save, be careful with your finances so that you can live like no one else so that one day you can live mm. so that you can give like no one else. And that's what I think has, it's done. You know, that program's really done for us is our ability to be generous without hesitation. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. that's, and, that's so wonderful. So, yeah. And, um, you know, we, uh, uh, cause we've gone through tons of debt over the years and, uh, uh in and out of, but how crippling it can be. You know, yeah. to know that you really right. don't own your business, you yeah. know, yeah. and for yeah. you to be able to start your business debt free and build it up that way. Um, I think our listeners should should uh, listen to that as because a, a, a lot of times people are mentored. Yeah. Go get your financing. Go get your whatever, get it all set up. But it it comes at a cost. You know, and,
2: and here's what I would say to that, because I feel like there's so many people that are like, let's get angel investors and do a Kickstarter. And, and there's a place for that. Okay, so do not, I am not knocking that at all. However, there is something that you learn by doing one at a time. You, you gain wisdom and, and thicker skin by having to do it debt-free. There's something that pre- it, it prepares you for when you really need it. You know what I mean? But it also gives you an opportunity to do proof of concept when you're not spending a million dollars just to start a product. I can't tell you when I was sewing them how many times I made slight changes or tweaks based on customer feedback Um, from the beginning of our business that I would not have been able to do had I spent tens of thousands of dollars on a production run from the get go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was able to prove the concept
1: R&D yeah the
2: concept make it better so that it could you know continue. So so when people tell me oh I have this insane idea and I need but I need millions of dollars to make it happen I just say, what can you do? What's one step you can do today that isn't going to require a million dollars? If it, if you want to own a bankery, bakery, bakery. Make cupcakes in your kitchen, sell them to your neighbors, and then take that money and reinvest it in a baking fair. Or, you know, like you don't have to tomorrow own this multi million dollar business with other people's money. That's not sound business, in my opinion. And it's disrespectful to the people that gave you the money in the first place because it's being a bad steward, in my opinion. But that's me on my little soapbox here. But, you know, <laughs> what I mean, do you know, and there's ways of doing it where you don't have to. Broke. Yeah. Well, and,
3: and to your point, I mean, everyone has a different uh, approach and attitude towards it. Um, what I like in what you're describing is this idea of, you know, you can iterate. More effectively, um, if you're, you know, going slower, mm. and and we talked. Actually, it's funny. It's last the last interview we have touched on this as well. But there seems to be often this pressure to scale, to grow, to you know, Employ. entrepreneurs, more and, people, and, and, I, and I think what I'm hearing in this from you, which <laughs> is really helpful, is so and so, you know, clearly you've done very well, but is that you does you know that that model d- doesn't have to you know like um there's something about you can't mess with time, you know, yeah. time like and and just things take time, and sometimes that time is valuable. And and that's where the learning occurs. I guess that's what I'm yeah. taking from it. So there's, you know, so they're that there. And the other thing we've seen a lot of folks, and probably you have as well, um, is, you know, the stress that when you're, when you are, um, have other people's money other people's money and, yeah. and oh my you know gosh. And the weight unusual and you know and i you know we've been you know the people the angel investors and sure. you see the pressure on these people and you say well don't worry we're taking you know like i, I want them to know like i' I'm, I'm taking a gamble like don't you know don't the last thing you should be worried about is me worry about yeah. you know, being successful but i've watched a few people go through that and i just i don't think i'm personally built that way but that's just me i mean yeah. i admire other people that are going for it but uh, so your so your story is really it's, yeah it's no it's all really, it's really really helpful right at this stage because you know we got other
1: lifestyle businesses around us Dave yes (laughs) (laughs) that's great
3: it's great so how do people learn more about the story (laughs) Um, I, I mean my goodness there's so much here about you um about your husband we should we should I don't, whose name what is it brett his
2: name is brett, brett. and he's he's a big he's the brains right? behind the operation yeah. let's just be real uh, no I, I, mean, I,
3: I don't know about that i think there's probably <laughs> you guys sound like a very good partner you're co-brained too. yeah
2: it is i mean we really we work well together only because like he's the left brain like he's the numbers guy i'm right. the creative right. you know right. i okay, so. i am not a numbers person yeah. that is not my gifting so yeah. and i know that's another thing that will help any entrepreneur know what you're not good at and then give it to someone. Yes. That is good at it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, so so how do
3: they, how do they learn more? Where where do they get more information on you? Sure. Um
2: sleepingbaby.com is where you find our website. And then um we're pretty active on Facebook. Like we will announce product releases, like we're releasing a swaddle, so I'll have to send you a swaddle for your baby. Because you don't yeah. you move it to the zippity zip at three months old with ah. done dunby. so but we just released a brand new product um that kind of solves some other issues that other products in that swaddle space don't address and so um yeah so that's exciting so i'll have to get you
1: this is great i'm gonna send you an email because i i want to uh be, be part of the solution to make my lovely wife so happy that yeah. I I invested a little bit of time in figuring out how to make sure our baby sleeps.
3: And, <laughs> and Stephanie, you will like Greg's emails because they're full of exclamations, happy faces, all actually Legit, legit. Like they are and it's, it's awesome. It's because it's, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's how I talk. I want people to know. It's how I talk. And that's how we talk. I think I mean, every email d- despite the audience is the same and it's awesome. Happy faces. Yeah. So you guys, you guys share Caps, that. a lot, yeah. lot of
1: caps. Yeah. And these are serious oh, emails. Emails like, like I'm talking like Sears business emails, and I'm like,
2: yeah, big cop. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> um, there's so much that gets lost in translation in emails. A smiley face really helps things,
1: absolutely,
3: <laughs> yeah. 100%. Awesome. <laughs> on to our takeaways? Yeah, we're going to do, we do takeaways at the end, and, and we love to include our guests. So we're going to, and I, you seem very comfortable being put on the spot. So we're going to, we're okay. going to, we're going we're to we're get you actually to voice this segment for us. And uh, basically, you're, we just need to hear you say, and these are the boiling point takeaways in, in better, better voice than I just gave.
2: These are the boiling point takeaways.
1: Nice. Well, I I would say one of my favorite takeaways is that it's okay to run a business and use happy faces and uh, exclamation marks and caps (laughs) locks and emails. Um... What I really loved, there's so much of this conversation I love. There's so much learning that our audience is, you know, obviously has taken a lot from uh, everything from starting a business debt free, Mm -hmm. like how freeing that can be, Mm -hmm. uh, including the community, your customers as community and treating them like human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you fail to really, uh, when you fail the customer for you to own up and just be uh, humble and uh, authentic and, and, and connect the way you would to a friend who's right beside you, even if you're in a digital online space. Uh, so those are a few, a few things. A customer service, uh, you know, converting the customer to the sense of, of friend or family, I think is a big thing that I've, I've taken out yeah, of this one.
3: Yeah, yeah, Man, you did a lot of takeaways. You I took all of them the from you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, what, what, I'm, what I, I think I would add, I would echo everything you said, but I would add one thing, which is I really like how, Stephanie, you used your story. Um, and your, you know, and what makes this so real is your experience, right? Um, and, and often we forget and you're, and Greg, by the way, is a storyteller. Um, he's, he's a filmmaker and he helps tell stories, but this is a a beautiful story and, and the ebbs and flows in the story. I mean, very impactful, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you for, for sharing that with us because that, that just, that helps, um, our, connect us to our communities, right? Um, and it takes courage, and a, those are hard things to talk about. But it's really nice to hear how people responded. So, um, so that was that's for me. Um, what about you, Stephanie? What what are you? What's your takeaway from our conversation?
2: <laughs> well, I definitely I have enjoyed our conversation. It was so great. But I also feel like. Um, and when you say takeaway, do you mean just from the show in general? Yeah, just our conversation.
3: Like, what's what's going to spend thirty minutes together? Yeah. You know, what's a what's a takeaway? Maybe just a you know a reminder of something you you know just. You know. But
2: I for, I will say here, this: I just from having a conversation with you guys, I really appreciate that you can see your genuine desire to help people. You know what I mean? Like that's very evident in just the things that you pointed out for people. And so I I really appreciate that because I think if we're not willing to pay it for mm. from what we've learned, then there's, what are we doing? Amen. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. I'm, I'm so thankful that that's what you're doing here and that's very evident. Um, but I, I, when you said story, I, I am just so reminded how important that is. I think you just reiterating that and how, That speaks more volumes than numbers. It speaks more volumes than products. It just, it's more important.
3: Totally. It's so, and I mean, your story, I mean, now- you know, it's inspiring, you know, regardless if you're a mother or a father or, um, you know, single or, you know, having a child. I mean, it's it's about, it's, it's, there's something to that. So I'm, I'm hoping the listeners get the same out of that. And, and, uh, yeah, my big encouragement is, is to continue to share that story. Like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's such an amazing story and, uh, heartfelt. And oh my goodness. So, oh, so I look you. forward to now, now we're, we are stopped at three children. We're very clear. Are you uh, sure? It's, yes, it would be, it would be a macro. <laughs> like there's it's yeah all the this is not supposed to happen according to all the all the doctors so um so I can't partake but I want to I want to continue to watch um and I want to hear from Greg and Jessica his wife
1: we um, will be great uh, brand ambassadors yes. uh we will uh yes for sure so uh I am I'm stoked I like I already have a picture in my mind of this little star kind of like from the Simpsons like baby
2: uh, baby Simpson uh, and
1: and
3: Stephanie if you if come, That's
2: exact in fact we had a blue one and kid people would dress their kids kids kids, uh, uh, in the blue version, like the baby Marge. Marge? Yeah. uh, Yeah. It it was hilarious. They did (laughs) like stuff on the hat. So it looked like hair. I don't know. It was really cute. But anyway, yes, it does look like that.
3: (laughs) Here's the thing. If you have something that can help a two year old get rid of her soother, um, that would be <laughs> awesome because we're we're having a big struggle and that's and that's around I, sleep yeah. it's around sleep again right because because yes. that because that's the comfort right yep. and it's like and then the dentist is saying well, guys come on I, know and, then, and I we're, know and we're like but we value our sleep and I was like I'll pay I'll paper braces down the road because I just want yeah, paper braces but now, but now I'm gonna now I'm gonna get now we're gonna <laughs> get my it. wife and I are gonna be contacting you and say Stephanie what do we do what's well what's I don't star, have an answer
2: what's the start I'm fish? so sorry <laughs> because yeah. I've struggled with that same thing, we tried to like do a ceremony. Yeah, to survive, yeah. Inspire, yeah, yeah, and yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, and so we just cold. We tried snipping just a little bit, so it couldn't like suck, you know. And that just made bad. Yeah. She was. Where's my Sookie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we just did it cold turkey, and and there were some tears, but it only lasted a couple nights. So yeah. I don't know. So be, I have no answers. We for get, you. No,
3: you gave me the, that is the answer, and we did that with our other kids, but some I we're softer with our third child.
2: I know reason. it's so true. Crazy. My five year old still sucks his thumb to fall asleep, so I'm I am not an expert.
3: Yeah, I and it. I
2: can't really like bury the thumb, right? I can't yeah, like. No, have no, a good
3: no. that's just a
1: lot of keep doing it. It's fine. But it, there's a, there, could, <laughs> there could be a ceremony around that. Yes. You never. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, thanks, Stephanie. Well, thank you so much, awesome. Stephanie. This is yeah. an awesome. And movie.
2: hey, I'd love to hear about your films. I just wrote a screenplay, so I'm Cute. curious. Well, that. um, I will send
1: you uh, a number of links if you would like to cool. see some they're mostly in the documentary space. Uh,
2: okay I would That's uh, awesome. I'm making
3: a note right now. I send there, films there is such a cool story here. I think that you guys could I don't know. Oh, I, I, I
2: want to hear. Seri- no, you I was oh, talking about oh, you. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh.
3: I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm telling you, Greg, there's a good story here for you my friend so
1: so thanks Stephanie
2: thank you guys take care let me know and I'll send you guys those so oh oh, wicked you're awesome Stephanie
1: thank you so much we'll talk to you later you have a good one (laughs) thanks bye-bye
0: thanks for checking out this episode of boiling point remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at boiling point pod to see more from Dave Vale check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on twitter at dave underscore veil vale. and to catch up with greg visit hemmingshouse.com and at greg hemmings on twitter thanks for listening and remember keep that pot boiling i'm matt cundall host of the sound off podcast the show about podcast and broadcast